Welcome to Think About Eurovision, a Eurovision podcast with me, Chris, a Eurovision fanatic from the UK. And me, Kim, also a Eurovision fanatic from Canada. Oh, it's official, is it? It's official. You know what? I've, I've gone through a whole season of Think About Eurovision and it's it. I'm a fanatic now. Uh, so I feel like I feel like I should include it in the title. Not a newbie anymore. No longer a newbie, a Eurovision fanatic from Canada. <laughs> winner, winner. Christmas dinner. <laughs> All right. I like that. Yeah. So it's our Christmas special and it's a tenuous link to Christmas because basically all we got about Christmas, I've added some jingle bells to the music, as you would have heard. We're going to have a few drinks and probably argue. Yes. As uh, most families do over <laughs> Christmas at some <laughs> point. So it is a true Christmas celebration, Chris. It really is. So we, we said we we're going to have a few drinks once we did this podcast. Yeah. So tell me, what have you got as your drinks? I am drinking a traditional uh, nog, holiday nog, and a very heavy pour of rum. Nice. So, no, nog and eggnog, not a thing in the UK. Well, um, I don't drink eggnog. I do a holiday nog, no egg. No I egg. Don't, I'm not an egg uh, no. person. So um, holiday nog, uh, I feel, is like less gross. But but even still, holiday nog is not a thing in the UK. No. I mean, I think the only sort of place you can get nog, as in sort of eggnog, is Starbucks at an egg, for an eggnog latte. Really? That's the only thing in the UK that we have like that. I've made... Um, eggnog from scratch because I've been like I'd, I've heard about it and I've been like I want to try that cream alcohol what's not to love I mean and it's yeah. delicious I it made- is delicious isn't it I mean I think that uh the holiday nog is a very close approximation to a true eggnog they I mean I've had both and they taste very similar but I mean it's a delight I'm gonna need the recipe Okay, I will um, ask the grocery store <laughs> what they put. <laughs> this, uh, is, this is store-bought. I don't make anything from scratch. <laughs> fair enough. Well, I've got two drinks because it's a little bit later in the UK. All right, what have so, you got? I have got, so I've got a, um, an advent calendar from the brewery Brewdog. Mm. And so today's, well, not today's beer, but um, a beer from last week is Brewdog Snowball. So it's a cream soda lager. Well, that sounds delightful. But then I've also got the thing I was talking about. My Werther's Original Vodka. I am fully going to make this. Tell the people your recipe. You take some vodka and you add a, add a heck load of Werther's into the bottle. You shake it. You leave it. 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 About three days later, it's all dissolved. You've got alcoholic liquid worthers i mean that that is such a brilliant idea and so simple even i could make that infusing things into vodka is fun yes you know what i was at a concert once and it it was really like crowded and all i had was like vodka i smuggled in and like a single jolly rancher candy well those two mixed together a delight. I think that the takeaway here is hard candy plus vodka equals delicious. It really does. It's not the first thing I've done with the hard candy. So mm. Uncle Joe's mint balls, they're like a a minty 
boiled sweet you can get in the UK. They're made in the north of the UK in a place called Wigan. I've made that before. We've done candy cane vodka. Ooh. And we've all, we're also doing um, vodka with uh, satsumas or clementines, whichever the small little orange fruit they're called. Oh, that sounds good. Um, yeah, and it's really good uh, if you do that with Coca-Cola. Because in Germany, they have a drink called Spezi, which is which is a, a mix of Fanta and Coke. Mm. And we found last year, we made this orange vodka. If you just add like a generous glug of that to your Coke, it tastes like Spezi. Oh, delicious. Now, I also have, um, as a like a true Canadian, I have maple-infused vodka in my cupboard that I might switch to once I finish my nog. This is a game changer. <laughs> that is going to... I need to... I've made a maple-infused bourbon before, but maple-infused vodka? Yes, I did not make it. I don't know how they did, but um, yeah, it exists, it's, and I'm going to drink it. If it's anything like the maple-infused bourbon, you literally just add maple syrup to the vodka. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> add maple syrup to anything, and it's a true delight. Yeah. But... We have business to get to. Yes. Because we have... So so this year, as we we know, Eurovision got cancelled because of that pesky COVID-19. I'm so <sighs> sad that it got cancelled. I mean, this is not a surprise, obviously. We've been talking about <laughs> the fact that, that Eurovision 2020 uh, hasn't happened and the reasons why in past podcasts. But I did not truly appreciate what I was missing until I went through all of these songs. And I am so sad that they didn't get the opportunity to perform them because there are some great songs. Absolutely gutted. Yeah. Um, so we, we've done the uh, task of going through all 41 songs that were going to represent the countries and doing what all Eurovision fans do, ranking them. <laughs> um, this was so hard, Chris. It was so hard with 41 songs. I mean, I feel like I'm never satisfied because when we did the junior Eurovision, I was like, there weren't enough songs. There wasn't enough of a spread for me to be able to rank them well. And now in this one, I was like, 41 songs. Like, that. it was so tough. Yes, it's the most we've ever covered. So we are going to be, going to be splitting this over two episodes. One that's going to come out before Christmas and one going to come out between in that time between Christmas and New Year. So... What we've done, we've scored our songs, we've given them a score from 1 to 41, and we've added our scores together, and whichever song had the lowest place, so that, say, for example, um, I gave a song 41 points, and you, say you gave it uh, 37 points, for example, that would have a combination of those two points, and that comes in last. Uh, oh, I thought I thought you were going to add them up really quick off the top of your head. And I was like, oh, Chris, oh, I'm God, impressed. No. I mean, no, <laughs> I would have chosen like a five and a ten <laughs> for that example. No, I, I, I regret it immediately because <laughs> what we established about this podcast, I can't do maths. <laughs> but it's, it's like golf. The song with the fewest points wins. Yes, that makes sense. I'm glad it makes you sense. You want to be uh, as close to the number one as you can. Exactly. So, are you ready? 
I am ready. So, I mean, just to clarify for the listeners that Chris and I do not know how the combined totals have ranked. This was compiled by a third party, so we do not know. It will be as much a surprise to us as it is to you about what the official rankings will be of the 41 songs. Are you ready? Drum roll, please. Joy to the world. In last place... We have Belgium, Hooverphonic with Release Me, and they've scored a total of 78 points. Okay. Here's where it gets interesting. I gave them 39 points. They came 39 for me. They came 39 for you. (gasps) That is interesting. Yeah. Chris, we've never been so in sync. We're only one song in, but still. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I am not a fan of that. It's... um, definitely not the best song of the bunch um how how did you feel about it so um interestingly i actually scored this quite a bit better when the song first started playing so i have a tendency to kind of like go with a gut at the in the first few bars of a song and then i'll change it if my opinion changes as the song goes on right and so i scored this quite high in the beginning and then dropped it really really low because it it was just the same it was just the same tune the same uh lyrics over and over again it was so boring and i went through the songs more than once and i found myself like skipping it because i knew what this song was and it was just more the same low energy and i've said it before about artists it's mouse fart on a snare drum (laughs) and it's it's a dull dull song release me release me (laughs) no thank you um it's painfully boring um and also the band are jerks they're legit jerks so really there's two reasons they're jerks. One reason they were a jerk earlier in the year. So when Eurovision uh, 2020 was cancelled, uh, the EBU scheduled a show called um, Eurovision Shine a Light. Uh, the last time UK won was with a song called Love Shine a Light by Katrina and the Waves. It's a great song. It's like, it gets you there. Um, And what the plan was, they were going to uh, sort of talk about all the countries, play a little clip of every song that was going to perform. Like it was literally like 20 seconds of each song. Um, and at the end, all the artists were going to play a bit of uh, Love Shine a Light. But Hooverphonic refused to do so because they didn't uh. like the song. Uh. So they didn't take part in that. And then the singer there, Luca, they um, recorded an album with her this year. So um, you, you know it's quite an age gap between the band of older blokes and the woman singing. Sure, yeah. Um, and then... Uh, they got rid of her and they got their old singer back and they're never releasing that album that she worked hard on. <gasps> wow. That is dickish. And sadly, they're representing Belgium again next year. Oh, man. Well, so are all of the artists from 2020 representing again next year automatically? Not, not all of them, no. Some okay. of them are. Some are competing in the uh, country's national selections. Yeah. Uh, some are planning on submitting a song. Um, I, I, my honest opinion, I think all the artists should get the chance to come back. I agree. Yeah. I mean, they, um, 
they were robbed of the opportunity in 2020. It's such a shame. I I think that it's only fair to let them come back, but uh, you know, I mean, I get it. They don't they don't have the opportunity to do the same song, the song that got them to the finale in 2020. So, um, or at least to the semifinals. So, I I guess I get it. Yeah. On the plus side, I mean, for us, they can only get better. Uh, these guys, yeah, at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right then. So, that's Belgium covered. Let's move on to our next country. In 40th place, we have Serbia with um, Hasta la Vista by Hurricane. Oh, yeah. That that checks out. Yeah, you weren't a fan of this. Um, I wasn't a fan. Uh, I liked it even less than you. Uh, for me, it came in 40th. You put it in 36th place. Uh, so it scored 76 points in total. Um, yeah. It, it is a bit dated, isn't it? Yes, I was going to say that exact th- same thing. Like, one of the things that I loved so much about the songs in 2020, which, by the way, if 2020 Eurovision had actually gone forward, I feel like it would have trumped 2015 for my favorite year. Um, like, the freshness that the songs brought they were just like they were a breath of fresh air and there were a lot of different styles I liked a lot of different styles um and then it really made it stand out when there was a song that you know I've heard this song a million times before it is dated it is not stacking up against the fresh funness of the you know of the others and I also thought that there was some really like delightful weirdness peppered in um that I really enjoyed but yes I I agree this song was dated who said hasta la vista baby in the last 10 years <laughs> i mean i don't know other than um, arnie in the new uh, terminator film that came out last right. year was it <laughs> but you know that was a throwback <laughs> but even sort of the performance the costumes the like i don't know over the top sort of like sexy pussycat dolls girl group of it all it was just very <laughs> early 2000s yeah, um, it wasn't, uh, it just wasn't it, was it? It was not it. It was not the vibe. I'm just trying to check my notes, see if I can see if um, Serbia are sending Hurricane again. And yes, they are sending Hurricane again next year. So come on, oh, Serbia. Do do better. Send, you've got a chance to redeem yourselves. Do better. Send a modern pop song. Agree. The lyrics are about the subject talking to a lover who has been unfaithful to her. I mean, duh. Yeah. Kind of obvious. I got that. So, you know, on the nose lyrics, but not a great song. No. Okay. Next up, in 39th place, we have Portugal, um, Eliza with uh, Meadow de Sentir. So, this was my bottom of a pack. So, um, this was one I struggled with a little bit. And the reason why is because, I mean, I scored it low regardless, but um, in the performance, the live performance that we watched on YouTube, it was very bad. Oh, it was pitchy. It was all over the shop. Exactly. And then I listened to it on Spotify and it was so much better. And you really could hear that the song is not the problem. It was the performance that was the problem. And so I struggled a little bit. And this was actually a struggle that I had overall in the rankings because we had sort of a mix of availability of performances. So some of them were live and then others were sort of music videos. Or yeah, so, 
so I did try to go for as many live as I could. Anything that was live, it was the choice. Um, the first choice was a live performance because yes. that's how it would be judged at Eurovision. Unfortunately, not every country put out a live performance, so yeah, I had totally to make some choices there. Of course, entirely understandable, but it does really kind of make you see that um you know live performances and a pre-recorded uh studio version or a version in a music video it doesn't read the same way and so this was one that i struggled with because the live performance was was terrible i liked the song better when i heard it um in a pre-record and so i i did let it gain a couple of points in my book for that because there were some others that were not live performances so i like didn't count it against them quite as much but i still ranked it quite low yeah i mean it definitely would not have qualified even on its best performance it was yeah. eh um but yeah that that uh, particular performance that was a um, cacophony <laughs> It was a cacophony. You are right. <laughs> and that's a throwback to our last episode. If anyone, if anyone's like, why can't they pronounce cacophony? Uh, cacophony. I- I've really threw myself then. <laughs> uh, yes. My sister, who until in her late 30s discovered that she has been <laughs> pronouncing cacophony wrong her entire life. Okie dokie. Next song. We're rattling through these. So, in 38th place, we have Ireland, Leslie Roy with Story of My Life. We were close on this one. Are we? Yeah. One point in it between us. You put it 35th, I put it 36th. So, 71 points in total. Man, we have been quite in sync so far on this. We're not doing too badly. We've definitely sort of, uh, I think appreciating the sort of what you you appreciate about songs. I think I'm learning from you and I'm appreciating some of the songs a bit better now. Oh, really? I mean, I think, so. I, I think that uh, it goes both ways that like we're just kind of uh, picking up on some of the things that, you know, the the other is pointing out to us because we talk about it so often now. But yeah, we're definitely more in sync than usual. But I think the comments that I made already on, um, I guess it was Serbia and Portugal, both of these I would echo for Ireland. It was both dated and the live performance was lacking. I've got that in my notes. Dated, like Avril O'Levine. Oh my God, that is in my notes too. It, this was an <laughs> Avril Levine song being sung, you know, by by someone <laughs> that like, I don't know, was Avril Levine's age when Avril Levine was popular, right? <laughs> She's just like, it's it wasn't good. Yeah. Uh, and you know, the song's like all about like, you know, not doing what people tell you to do. I don't care what they say. But apparently um, she used to do more heavy rock songs, like some of that was a lot more punky. And now she's doing like this radio friendly pop punk. It's like, oh, really? You don't care what people say. Is that so? Is mm-hmm. that so? Um, yeah, I just like, I thought that it was, uh, I mean, I had never heard the song before and um, already felt like it was overplayed. You know, like it was one of those ones where it's like, I've heard this so many times before. And I mean, she really struggled in that live performance. She could not, you know, keep her vocals. She was so out of breath by the end of it. Um, I don't know. Not a winner for me. It reminds me of uh, all the uh, Scandilove, you know, that sort of performance, that pop rock song, a bit too... Uh, much sort of moving around a bit hyperactive on stage which great for live performance not good if you're being judged on the quality of your vocals agree so i mean i can see i mean it's a catchy song but it would have been a great hit in 2004 
Exactly. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I didn't hate it. It was just, I'd heard it so many times before. And like I said, there were so many fresh, fun, new takes on, you know, various genres in this, um, you know, in this uh, compilation of songs that it didn't stand out for me. Nope. Right. 37th place. Are you ready? Yes. We're close again. Really? So, 37th place, we have got Cyprus with Sandro with Running. So, you put your 33rd place, I put your 35th. So, total of 68 points. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't really have anything that stands out in my mind in terms of, like, things to say about this song other than, like, I just didn't really love it. It was douchebag dance music for douchebags who go to dance clubs. <laughs> That is a great, you know what? I feel like those are the words that I was struggling to find. You have pinpointed it exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, that's weird. I've just had the first sip of my cream soda lager and that's different. Oh, really? Hmm. Like yeah, in a good way? Yeah, I like it. Oh. Like, there's a creaminess there that, I mean, it's a cream soda lager. It's kind of to be expected. Ah, that's fair. I would, I would t- 10 out of 10 would drink again. Really? Okay. That would get a 12 points from me. Delightful. Um, I I had a nice big sip of my nog. Uh, let me tell you, I heavy poured that rum. <laughs> um, this is one, this is a drink though, that like, I'll have, I'll have one big one. And then, I mean, I got to switch to something lighter. It's just yeah. like, I can't drink like a liter of cream. But you've been out getting your Christmas tree today. So you needed to warm up, didn't you? So a, a nice creamy boozy drink well that'll do the trick that'll do the trick yes we went um to a christmas tree lot and cut down a christmas tree and um in true halifax fashion it was brown and rainy out so <laughs> the uh the stereotype of uh snow everywhere in canada does not apply to halifax we're too close to the ocean we don't really get all the snow uh, I, I know what that's like i grew up in a seaside town and Everyone thinks the north of the UK gets snow in the winter. Not where I lived. No. <laughs> we have there a was... brown, rainy Christmas, and it sounds like you did too. I have had one white Christmas in my life. Oh, wow. We're not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's what we have to say about Cyprus. We talked about Christmas drinks. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Cyprus. Sorry, Cyprus. You're not that interesting. No. Um, so next up, in 36th place, we have France with Tom Lieb, uh, uh, the best in me. Yeah. We've got a bit of a split decision here. So uh, we'll split a difference in opinion. Not massively, because you put your 29th, I put your 37th. So not um, a big gap, but there is a gap. This I actually had scored lower and I moved it up upon like subsequent uh, re-listens to the song. Um, but I didn't like overall, I didn't like it. And so this was this was a song for me because you know how I'm a bit of a sucker for like a man and a woman mooning at each other in sort of a like acoustic guitar serenade. And I like the slow oh, yeah. songs. I mean, this, I think, on paper looks like a song that I would rank high. But you know how your, like, your reaction to those type of songs is like an eye roll and like a, oh, you know, it's just mushy drivel. That's yeah. how I felt about this one. This was, it was just cheesy drivel and the unbroken eye contact to the camera. You know, <laughs> like, it was him trying to be 
I don't know, like a sexy, romantic. I don't know. I thought it was cringe. I mean, he's absolutely the guy who comes to a party with a guitar who's just come back from a year in Thailand. Do you know what? France had over 100 submissions and they chose that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. How bad were the rest of the songs? Yeah, don't get me wrong. I love an acoustic guitar sing-along when the vibe is right. But this vibe, this vibe was not it. No. Okay. Next up in 34th place, we have Grease Stefania with Supergirl. So, you put it 25th, I put it 34th. And it came in 34th with the uh, total points. That's an interesting one, that. Interesting. Um, so my my placing ended up being the final placing. So, you ranked it 34th, it came in 34th? Oh, hang on. We've got a joint 34th, I've just noticed. <gasps> We've got a split decision to make. Oh, okay. Okay, so, in joint 34th, I, I see how the maths has worked. I see how it's worked. Um, Estonia with Ukusuvista, What Love Is. You put 34th and I put 25th. So we swapped right. our places. Okay, I was confused because I'm following along here as you go. And I, <laughs> I was looking at Estonia that I was like, wait a second. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So, okay. so we need to decide between these two, which one is going to rank higher. Is that what we're doing? That's what we're okay. going to have to do. We're going to make a decision. Live on the podcast. And I say live in the most loose terminology because it'll be recorded and edited. So I do feel like this is a um, this, an, an indicator of who I think should be first. But I remember Supergirl and I cannot for the life of me remember how What Love Is goes. I'm very much <gasps> the same. I can remember the performance. He's on stage with other candles. Ah, I remember. It's the one with the chorus that goes... Right. That's the only thing that's going for it. Yes. Okay. I remember now. So, I mean, I did rank Estonia higher, but I can remember Supergirl a lot better. So I'm willing to yield to you and put um, Supergirl higher than Estonia. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I think that that makes sense. I think that memorability... Uh, is that a word? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think that that, that uh, it speaks volumes. Although, I mean, you can remember something not for the not for the good reasons, right? Not I really right remember reasons, no. the music video, the Supergirl music video that was terrible. So uh, it was so, so bad. So she has like these superpowers, and the things that she chooses to use the superpowers for is like saving a girl from slipping on a banana peel and saving a cat from a tree. It was just I would do that for the cat. I mean, fair. I mean, like you're not going to leave the cat in the yeah. tree, but uh, it wasn't no. like I don't know. It was just silly. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's an it's an all right sort of pop number. It, it sounded kind of modern, if not targeted to, I think, our generation. It was definitely t- aimed at uh, the teenage audience. Yeah, I, think. I agree. I think that it skewed young. Yeah. Um, whereas Estonia, uh, it is a fine it song. Fine. It's It's all right. It's fine. And I am quite happy to yield to you um, that uh, Supergirl is a, is a better song. Okay. I mean, either way, not good. Not great. No. <laughs> Right, I think our next one, uh, in 33rd place, we've got our biggest difference in opinion so far. Okay. We have Moldova, uh, Natalia Gordienko with Prison. You put 40th. Oh, yeah. 
I put it 18. <laughs> it mainly my top 20. I didn't like that. I did not like this song. No. I don't really have, I mean, it's hard when um, it's, I I just didn't care for it. It wasn't like a specific reason. It wasn't like it was dated or the performance was bad. It just didn't resonate with me. No. So I, I quite liked it. it was like moody, a bit dark, and her vocals gave me a bit of Celine Dion at times. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. And lit up chairs for, you know, reasons. I did um I did like the performance. I thought that she w- w- had a commanding presence. Uh, there were definitely some performances that I didn't like as much as hers, but I just didn't love the song. No. I know that there are going to be some songs that I've ranked high where you you are going to be like, what the <laughs> hell, Kim? But that's the, uh, I mean, you knew that it, there was going to be like a little bit of a, oh. uh, I don't know, like a twist with my, <laughs> with my ratings. This is what makes yeah. it interesting. I mean, I've already got, I've got my prediction already for your favorite song. Oh, I have a prediction for yours too. Oh, uh, well, we, we shall see who yeah. is right. Or if we're both right, or if our predictions are say if we predict this, uh, you know, the same song for each other. Yeah, I think that's unlikely. No, I think that that's <laughs> likely. I mean, for twenty twenty only. Do you? Right then. So uh, we've got another tie. So in joint thirty first place, um, we have Slovenia. So Anna Stoklic with Voda, and Bulgaria, Victoria. Tears getting sober. So Voda. Uh, you put 24th, I put 33rd. Now, that that one, we're not too far from each other on. Yeah. Uh, Tears Getting Sober by Vic- by Victoria. You put 19th. You put that in your top 20. I don't remember what it is. I have to remind myself. Well, I put it 38th. Yeah, we're not the same there at all. No, I mean, I've got to be honest. Um, I hate... Tears getting sober. I really don't like it. It's more mouse fart on a snare drum. Remind me how it goes. Um, <laughs> well, when you sing it like that, I don't know what you're so I mean, I like it. I like it. <laughs> I mean, there's no accounting for taste. <laughs> Um, I mean, what can I tell you? You know what? I think that I, I don't go as much for the dance songs. I go more, no, no I go more for something that's kind of like, I don't know how to describe it. Folksy is definitely my number one go-to, something more folksy. Yeah. But then I also, I guess it's like light pop. <laughs> I'm like easy listening. <laughs> I mean, as well as the mouse fart on the snare drum vocals, there's another uh, vocal tick that annoys me in this song, and she breaks up notes. And I've brought this, I brought this up last time with Junior Eurovision, that ah, 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 kind of thing. No, don't like that. <laughs> um, that's not the actual note she does it on, but that's the one that's in my head at the moment. And also, it was written at a songwriting camp, and I do not like songs written at songwriting oh, camps. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, this is something about songs that are written, you know, with Eurovision in mind that I just don't do it for me. Yeah, we've talked about this Most a little bit time. before where it's kind of like writing for a formula and it makes it it makes it less, uh, I don't know, less artistic and more formulaic. Um, then also, so we've got um, Tears Getting Sober and then we've also got Voda. 
Now, Voda is not a normal top song for me. Um, it's not something I would usually rate that high. Um, but actually, I gave it a, you know, a fairly decent score. So I gave it 33. I like it. It's not my favourite, by no means. I mean, I still scored it lower than you. But, I mean, her voice, it makes a hairs on the back of my neck stand up. Like in a good way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like that powerful voice. It's like belty, but, you know, she controls the voice, which is a key thing. Yeah, I thought that this was a really cool song. I put it in the middle of the pack, so I did like it quite a bit more than you. Um, so this was one where it was like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's terrible. <laughs> that I, I And some <laughs> of these, my comments are just like, I liked the song or I didn't like the song. But yeah, this was one I think that was a little bit outside of my normal wheelhouse for my scoring, but I enjoyed it. I thought the performance was strong. It was... It was a good song. Yeah. My, my argument would be, I think Voda's a better song because we are closer on our scores. Yeah. Than we are with Tears Getting yeah. Sober. I would argue that that place, that re- re- for that reason alone, Voda sc- should be scored higher. That's true. I mean, so coming as, uh, you know, like two people with very different musical tastes, when the scores are close, I think that that is an indication the song has universal appeal and that it's kind of like, you know, sometimes you just can't argue with a with a good song. And maybe if we both land pretty close, that, that means that uh, it has a bit more appeal than something that's less uh, on the same page. Yeah. So we'll put um, Voda above Tears Getting Sober. Yeah, I agree. Okie dokie. So next up, we've got a tie again. So this time for 29th place. We have a lot of ties. Oh, we have a lot of them. Yes. Um, Okay. Okay. So tying for 29th place, we have Poland with Alicia with Empires, who we saw perform at Junior Eurovision last week. And also Latvia, uh, Samantha Tina with Still Breathing. Uh, I I mean, (laughs) we're like, we're... Pretty close. Oh, we're bang on for Poland, right? We we agree on but Poland. We are, well, like, then, worlds apart on Latvia. Yeah. So, uh, Poland, it's fine. It's a nice song. Um, ain't gonna set the world on no. fire. A bit, bit James Bondy, but uh, you know, uh, Olkin Cheetahverse did that before her. Yeah. Um, and and the thing I've always said. Nice doesn't win Eurovision. No, I mean, you're not going to win with a meh, with a fine. Yeah. Um. So, Latvia, hey, you really liked that one. I do. I mean, it's 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 trash pop, and I love it. <laughs> I thought, it, I mean, like, it was sort of endearingly weird, uh, but it it didn't stand out to me. I didn't think that it was a particularly catchy song no i did did you uh it's interesting to note about the video or the performance that we do uh nothing to do with covid just a coincidence that they all had like things on their head visors and like antibacterial (laughs) spray or something (laughs) just just what a weird coincidence (laughs) um i mean uh, that performance i would like it to have been sung better uh by samantha and I did, but I did like the one piece sort of dubstep bit, like womp, 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 Yeah, womp. I will say that there were actually a lot of songs, and that's a really good point. There were a lot of songs where um, I didn't like 
portions of it. And so I might have ranked the overall song on the lower side. But there were a lot of like really catchy like hooks or I don't know what the portion of the song is. But, you know, they were they had like really catchy bits that it was like, ooh, that's that's nice. But then it would go back to sort of boring, like not particularly uh, fun you know, parts in the middle. It, I don't know. It was like, yeah. there were a lot where I thought it was an easy low rank and then it would surprise me with like a really catchy portion. Yeah. Uh, but she will be coming back next year. So it'll be interesting what she bring, see mm-hmm. what she brings. Um, you know, maybe there'll be some like weird sort of vaccination kind of themes in the yeah. video. Just, <laughs> the, you know, as a sort of follow up. Right. <laughs> just like following the journey. Um, okay, so <laughs> do we agree then that Poland will be ranked higher because we... Um, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I'm I'm more than we happy with on that. We agreed on the point there, yeah. We agreed on it, yep. So then, right. Next one, no decision to make. So, in 28th place... We've got a split in opinion. We've got Croatia with uh, Damir Kedzo with a song title I cannot pronounce. Um, <laughs> you put it 38, so very close to the bottom. I put it in 17th place. Wow, we're like, we're really far apart on some of these and then so close on others. So why did you, why did you oh, feel yeah. so, so good about this one? It's not Eurovision without a Balkan ballad. <laughs> Balkan ballads are a cornerstone of Eurovision. And it was the only sort of proper Balkan ballad in the lineup this year. Um, and I really liked it. I mean, you could see the vein in his forehead sort of ready to pop from like the emotion he was singing the song <laughs> with. And that big old key change at the end. Yeah, I, that that hit the spot. Not Again, not a winner, you know, like what would I say, 17th place yeah. I gave it. But, you know, top 20 material. I would definitely have seen that in the final, I think. And I scored it so low. I just wasn't feeling it. I don't know. On on some of no. these, it was just, uh, I don't know. Like, I am not a musician or a musical expert in any way. But I really like sort of unexpected, uh, like unexpected note pairings. And I think in a lot of the songs that I scored lower, it was just kind of like I almost knew the notes that were going to be played before they played. It just like felt very, uh, I don't know, obvious sort of the direction that the song went in. And I think that this was one of those where I was like, OK, yeah, it was uh, not particularly fresh in my no in my book. Fair enough. I mean. I, I think it's praises and I remember sort of enjoying it and sort of being sort of like, wow, I'm really enjoying this when I listen to it. Gotta be honest with you. I can't remember how it goes right now off the top of my head. I mean, either do I. I'm just sort of going off of my notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, with 41 songs, I am honestly having a bit of a hard time, like recalling the how, how each one went. Like I said before, I've got the advantage of knowing these songs since March. Yeah. So the way that I did it, actually, and I might um, take this uh, method to, you know, to all of the Eurovisions going forward that I'm scoring, because so the way that I did it with a first pass was that I grouped everything into high, mid high, mid low and low. So I ended up with roughly four groupings of 10 songs. And then of the ones that I ranked high, I ranked those one through 10. And of the ones that I ranked mid to high, I ranked those 11 through 20. Because like to 
to score all 41 all at once, I was finding really difficult. Now, I know you do it with like a an out of 100. And I've tried that before. And for whatever yeah. reason, like my brain won't, it does not function <laughs> in that way. So this yeah. is, uh, that's the approach that I took on this one just to help me sort of, uh, you know, organize 41 songs to judge. But it's a lot. It's, it's, it's quite the task. And um, I'll be grateful that we won't be doing this again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. But for a COVID Christmas special, we've got to find out That's who wins. Right. Let's carry on. Yep. So, 27th place. Oh, this is an interesting one. We've both got to be given the same song, the same scores, and it's came in the same place. We've go- both gone for Spain with a Blas Canto with Universo. Oh. You put it 27th, I put it 27th. Overall, it's come 27th. Another totally in line. Like, that's several. Yeah, it really is. So that that's an interesting one. I mean, this is a thing I keep saying, the big five, they send songs that wouldn't make it through to the, semi, through the semifinals. I'm pretty certain of it. With you know, obviously, there's occasions when they send a good song. You know, even a stop clock tells the right time twice yeah. a day. <laughs> but eh, meh. meh. Um, yeah, I didn't particularly love it. Um, the song's fine. I uh, I wish it had been sung by somebody else with a lower register. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. He had like a a whiny voice. Uni universal. Yeah. I would prefer to use Uni Universo, someone like a bit more rounded voice. Yeah, I think actually now that you mention it, that might have made a difference for me. Although um, the song itself was wasn't, you know, the I still don't think I would have scored it all that high, even with a different voice. No, uh, sadly, we've got his voice to look forward to next year. <laughs> yep. Um, I yeah, it, the song it's. It would be better sung by somebody else, I think, as the long and short of it. So hopefully next year, something that suits his voice a bit better, maybe less ballady, something a bit more poppy that might sort uh, suit that throat kind of voice rather than like a chest yeah. voice, I think is what he needs. Um, next up, we have um, in 26th place, um, Albania with Fall from the Sky. Um, so by, um, Arilana Ara. Uh, any strong feelings on that? No. No? No. I mean, I think that I had pretty strong feelings about the ones I scored low. And I had pretty strong feelings about the ones that I scored high. Yeah. Um, but in the middle, it was a lot of like, it's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Not nothing wrong with it. Uh just not particularly uh standing out to me in either the high or the low category. Yeah. It it's a fine song. It's alright. Um I quite like the performance more than a song. So that performance in Mother Teresa Square, which I think was shot at the height of their lockdown. Oh, there. that's interesting. So you could see how quiet it yeah. was. I if I remember I could be wrong on this, it could have been part of like the uh uh, we did like home concerts on YouTube for Eurovision where a lot of the performers did sort of perform their song and then a cover from another Eurovision right. song from the past from their houses. But I think they did theirs there. And I think that's where it's from. I think that there were several performances that were uh, in sort of empty 
arenas or you know empty venues and uh like italy stands out that was a huge big like you know stadium that he was performing in that was entirely empty um you know so it was kind of cool to see the performances in all of these various locales that like would probably usually be packed with spectators but they were just completely empty yeah um it you know it's not a bad song but like i'm i'm in agreement with you it's all right it's very middling but nothing wrong with it it's all right and yeah all right don't cut it it. nope um right then so uh next up we have san marino with sen hit with freaky um you put it 17th i put it 32nd oh wow um i'm i think i score this luli out of prejudice because the san marino um uh, delegation sort of they, they had two songs for send hit and they put it to a public vote on the internet this was not the song i voted for i think the other one was a better song Oh, really i didn't hear that one of course yeah I thought no. this. Uh, I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but I thought it was just a much better. I thought song. this song was really fun. I I did kind of like the uh I don't know the beat of the chorus better than I liked the remainder of the song. This was one of one of those ones where I felt like uh you know there was a particularly catchy um section, but that it was so catchy that I I mean I found myself sort of bopping along. I I scored it highly. Um. So now, Chris, do we have a tie for 24? Um, I believe we do. Oh, thank you for noticing that, picking up on that. Um, this is the fun of doing this one differently to how we've done it before. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, 24th, we have a tie. Um, Finland, Axel, with Looking Back. Um, right. I... You put it 26th, I gave it 23rd, so it got 49 points in total. I'm so surprised that I so, ranked yeah. this lower than you. This is one of those ones where I, it's just like France. I think on paper, it's one that I would score higher than I did. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I, I didn't love it. Uh, I, I didn't like the presentation. It was a bit weird. He was dressed like Dr. Evil, but in blue. <laughs> um. It, it, I prefer it on the uh, audio, on the actual uh, studio version. I think it's because it's it's not a weird thing to look at, like that weird empty staging. I, I didn't like it. But you, yeah, I mean, I um, agree. You, um, but you scored it uh, a few points higher than me, but both of us put it, you know, real, really middle of the pack. Indeed, but on the basis of the argument, with I think the precedent we've set so far is that higher, uh, more in tune of each other's scores results in a better score overall. Yes, that's true. So I think we have to put, even though it, I, I like it, um, up, even though you like it less than Senhit, I would argue that Finland comes above Senhit in the overall ranking. Yeah, I think that that's fair. Okie dokie, right. Decision made. So... That's 25th and 24th place dealt with. Now we come to our 23rd place. We have, in 23rd place, Georgia, um, Tornika Kipiani, Take Me As I Am. And here we have a whopping great big difference of opinion. (laughs) For that to have come in as high as it did, it would have to be a real split in points. Because 
Oh yeah, because you looked shocked when you it saw that one. It was my very, very bottom. That that spoke to like the fifteen-year-old me who listened to new metal. Oh, I hated this. I hated it. <laughs> it. Go. So, what didn't you like um, about it? So, I didn't like uh, the song for one. Uh, th- I mean, I-, I thought that it was just cheesy and like. Uh, you know, smell like a Frenchman and look like an Italian or whatever. <laughs> it was just like, it was just silly, but it was silly lyrics sung in like an overly serious way that, do you know what I mean? It was like, it... I, I totally yeah, get where you're coming from. Yeah, I feel like they, uh, he was performing it as if it was like this really like deep, insightful, um, you know, like <laughs> lyrics. And it was just silly to me he's basically singing about not wanting to sort of conform to western european ideals I mean, fair enough like yeah like i i sort of like i got that from the lyrics but i just thought that it was uh i don't know it wasn't terribly i don't know i feel like this is one where what was what's the name of the guy from portugal who said Oh, Salvador Sobral. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think that this is what he was talking about necessarily when he was talking about fast food music. He was probably talking more about pop stuff and whatever. But this, to me, it just felt like I could write this on the back of a napkin and, you know, like I could write this song. Maybe that's oversimplifying it, but it, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I kind of like the cheesiness of rhyming English man with italian (laughs) i know i just it was yeah and then there was one moment where it was like a like a screaming like note that i just no i just didn't like it well guess what you get to look forward to his song next year (laughs) and you scored this seventh and i scored it 41 I think it was really was a nostalgia thing for me. It reminded me of some of the music I listened to when I was a teenager. Yeah, that's fair. I could see that. So it got me on nostalgia <laughs> points because I was uh, over here, like when I was a kid, like um, we were called moshers. I don't know what the equivalent was for you guys over in Canada. Like a mosh pit? But anyone was like, yeah, so we would we would be called moshers uh, where I was from. Uh, anyone who sort of like listened to Linkin Park, some 41, <laughs> anything that had guitars right. basically. Yep. Was there an equivalent for you guys? Well, I mean, yeah, like we had. I don't. I don't think we're referring to the same thing, but we it, we would call a mosh pit was when you get in front of the stage and everybody like yeah. flails around and like. So the first concert that I ever went to actually was uh, Green Day. Um, yeah, the oh, Green nice. Day uh, came to Fredericton, New Brunswick, and. Uh, uh, Billy Joe walked out naked and then they got banned and they are never allowed to perform <laughs> in New Brunswick ever again. This was a long time ago. But yeah, I was like full in the mosh pit for that. Nice. My first ever concert was Foo Fighters. Oh, nice. That's not a bad one to start with. Not bad at all. All right. So for our last decision for the first half of our Christmas special, we've got a split decision. So a tie for 21st place. Oh, 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 oh. What? I can't so, wait. We've got Romania, Roxon with Alcohol U. You put 13th, I put 30th. <laughs> and then we've also got Armenia. So we've got uh, Athena Manukian with Chains on You, which you put 14th and I put 29th. <laughs> that so was like. There really is. Like, 
we we've got we've we've both scored in one point yeah. apart, but in drastically different places. This is a great one for the last one we're doing on this one because this our, our system that we've used so far that's worked flawlessly <laughs> doesn't the, help it us. It does with not this. help us with this at all. Okay, so let's talk about. We've got to do this on no, merit. Let's talk about alcohol you first. So this, tell me, this was the one where she was wearing the dress and it was like, it was like sheer over her boobs, right? Yep. Um, uh, uh, this one again, it, it's got that habit, that breaking up notes thing. And I'm not the only person who's picked up on that. Um, he, um, uh, Eurovision sort of bloggers, ESC United, picked up on the fact that she breaks up the notes and they said it grates on them. And in my notes, I put it grates on me. I find it really annoying that breaking I up notes. I feel like that must be a thing where um, people people who have that particular um, like uh, critique, you probably notice it so much because it's something that annoys you. And I don't notice it at all. I think now that you've pointed it out, I mean, I can, I can think of exactly what you're saying. And I, the next time I hear that song, I will probably focus on it, um, because you've brought it to my attention, but it isn't something that sort of like comes to the forefront of my awareness when I'm, when I'm listening to it. But I'm going to give it some credit because I quite like the sort of lo-fi sort of aspects of the music. Some of those, that it's kind of Billie Eilish. Yeah, kind of I liked it. I thought that it was kind inspired. of like moody and ethereal. And um, I mean, I, <laughs> I, feel, I feel kind of badly that the way that I remembered it was I was like, it was the one with the boob dress, right? But uh, <laughs> I mean, that did, that was very memorable. But the song, the song itself. Her eyes were yeah. up there. Her eyes were up there. <laughs> like him. Where are you looking? Um, but uh, yeah, I thought the... I thought the song was just like, um, fun is not the right word because it wasn't sort of, it, it wasn't, wasn't fun, fun but it was like moody in a way that I enjoyed. I could, I totally get it. It's a modern sounding yes. pop song, sort of, a, that would, wouldn't sound out of place on the radio. Um, also, did you pick on the uh, lyric, um, fake news? Yes, I did. I think that's the uh, first fake news that we've had in a lyric in Eurovision. Yeah. I, uh, I definitely did. It's a fake news. I definitely <laughs> did pick up on that. And it's like, it's crazy how that is just a universal phrase that everyone understands <laughs> now. Like, something I don't like, fake yeah. news. <laughs> Very little of what people say is fake news is actually fake news, I find. Oh, for sure. It's like news I don't want to hear. Right, exactly. Fake. <laughs> the fact that you don't like what it says doesn't mean it is not true. So, why did you like the Armenian mumbler so much? The Armenian mumbler. Um, I don't know. I think that this was another one that I just thought was catchy and uh, I liked I liked the song. Like, I don't think that there's anything that really stood out to me that this is like the specific reason why this song made me like it more than others. But I thought it was catchy. Yeah. It is catchy. I will give it that. And that's why I scored it higher than uh, Alcohol You. Um, I mean, I think it would. It, I could imagine Nicki Minaj doing that one. So whilst the last one, I could imagine B- Billie Eilish yeah. doing it. That one, I could imagine Nicki Minaj doing it. And both of them would obviously do it better. Yes, of course. <laughs> so this was the one where it had like kind of, I don't know, it was like uh, the, like, I don't know how to uh, describe the beat, but it was kind of like 
like a it was like clanky noises. Yeah, it was kind of like um like nasty in a good way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get I get that. Um yeah, I I, I totally get that. Yeah, I don't know, it was just like uh, yes. This feel this I like it. <laughs> that that is a I'm just like that is what's taking place in my head that I've reenacted for you there. <laughs> well, well I, I I I would call it dirty sounding pop. Yes, that exactly. I just thought that it was kind of like um like grungy pop in a way that I was like, "Oh, I like that. That's kind of funky." Uh no, it didn't take long to do that. Make that song uh, apparently she wrote the basis of the lyrics on the bus in half an hour. Oh wow. And then worked it on worked on it with a producer DJ Paco for a further 2 hours. So but like two and a half hours they had the bones of the song. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um so where do we put these because we both have them one point apart, different sort of areas of our scoreboards. Mm. And the one song the song I thought was better you thought was uh, you, you didn't think was as good. So, how do we sort this one out? On reflection, what do you think is a better song? Um, okay, I am willing to go with Armenia as the higher song because I do think that that one was kind of, uh, I don't know, it stands out from the pack. There was no other songs like it in all of these 41 submissions. I think that you know, based on originality alone, I I would give it the higher score. I'm happy to to agree okay. with that. Um, I would have been happy with either one you said because I could I can see arguments for either. You know, I I can see uh, Romania rocks now called you scoring higher in your opinion because you know maybe for example because it hadn't been written in two and a half hours right. <laughs> and it had a bit more depth yeah. to it. But I can also see Chains on You being a better song because it's a bit more of a sort of pop song and it does stand out from yeah. the pack so more than happy to go with chains on you being the better okay. song so that's our first half done we're gonna go take a break and um we will come back to our rankings for you the listener after christmas Ooh. so i hope santa brings you everything that you want how are you guys going to to go without knowing what the number one is i don't know i'm happy that we're going to continue yeah. to record <laughs> like immediately because i need to know <laughs> yeah it, it, it makes life a lot easier for us <laughs> we'll be satisfied knowing that we know who yes. won okay well but- the first half was excellent but the the second half of course is our top ranked one so that's going to be even better i'm looking forward to this because i mean there's some songs that i thought would be in your maybe fall in the bottom half because of your scores and as, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Me second too. half. Yeah. Um, right then. So, until next time, have a lovely Christmas. Bye. Bye. La 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 la